right, Street Fighter, let's tap back in, man. It's a whole lot of riots going on across the country. Uh, I once heard a quote, and I'm just paraphrasing, you know, rioting is the voice of the unheard. We got new details and developments surrounding this George Floyd incident. Talk to me, man. Let the people know what's on your mind. The officer in question, David, how do you pronounce? I don't care. I don't care, actually. The officer who killed George Floyd is been, has been, some people say arrested, some people say protective custody. I'm not entirely sure. I'm fairly confident his ass ain't never going to see Gen Pop, so he ain't really arrested enough for me. But he's been in charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. For those of us, because I was one of them, never really sure what the difference is between murder charges and manslaughter. <laughs> Third-degree murder is the equivalent of if you kill someone in self-defense or in the act of doing your job, a jury gets to decide whether or not it was unnecessary extra violence or whether there was reason enough for you to do this and you can be acquitted. So this is one of those things where he is charged with murder, but they're trying to leave it as ambiguous as possible to leave some kind of room for him to get off. Now, the DA could, in theory, supersede that charge and make it a first or second degree murder charge, but that's up to, you know, that's left to be seen. And obviously the problem a lot of people who hear that is, so you're saying there's a chance he could get off. Because manslaughter is also one of those things where it's like somebody runs in front of your car and you hit them with it. It wasn't on purpose, so it's not murder, but you can charge manslaughter. So it could have, basically what they're trying to say is this could go off as he was just doing his job and the man happened to die. Because even somebody did an autopsy and basically said, you know, there wasn't any on his neck, there was no sign of asphyxiation, it's hypertension and something else that somehow caused him to die. Now that sounds, A, like entire and complete bullshit. Yeah, and B, it sounds like some shit that they normally end up saying when stuff like this happens. You have something you want to add there? I'm not. Keep on going. I'm I'm a fly on the wall right now. Keep on going. And after these charges have been put out, this is a step, and it's an all right step. And now we're moving to these these riots. And I have to air quote these riots, because there's been a lot of issue with this. At the very least in Minneapolis, the first person to throw anything let me let me put it like this. When incidents like this are happening, riots, as our host Matty Ann said, are the as said by Martin Luther King. I'm not gonna say that he said that if somebody come in here and give us props. As he said yeah, as that the great Martin Luther that King ain't said. Yeah. I, I, I ain't trying to right, try to do that to you, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are not my riots. words. They, I, they definitely are not my words. Yeah, yeah. Riots are the voice of the unheard. And when you've been unheard, this is is back to me. That was the quote right there. We're back to me. When you've been unheard to the point where you feel like you have to do a riot, it's anger. Anger is the main thing. And if anger is nothing else, it is reactive. 
If you have ever been extremely angry, what you are doing after that is reacting. You're reacting to what somebody said, what somebody did, something you saw, or whatever. Anger causes reactions. So when the first person that threw something through an auto zone building window, when that was seen, everyone else that was with them that was angry reacted. The only issue with that is it's been reported that the first person to do that was a white man who was actually a police officer who was either off-duty or undercover at that time who was the first one to throw something through that auto zone window before everyone else reacted, which has been a that's, – that's been a thing. People are saying, why did they do it to auto zone? Well, technically the riot didn't. Somebody undercover did and in several other places, they've been showing pictures of people who have been undercover police officers who have had some kind of band or another on their arms, a wire in their necks, vests under their shirts to just blend in with the crowd. The police could say these people were sent to just, you know, make sure something doesn't get too out of hand. Obviously, others feel like they were sent to agitate and cause bigger issues and then blame the people protesting. Now, if you're the general public, and when I say the general public, I basically mean non-black, possibly strictly white, maybe some other colored people here that don't understand, you're more inclined to believe the police that they're just there to witness and to watch and make sure nothing gets too crazy. If you're black and slightly less educated, you're just, I don't really trust the police, that don't make no sense. If you're black and slightly more educated about the history, you can entirely just believe Man, that sounds shady as hell. Why would you be undercover in between us to keep it keep it safe? I feel like you're just there to agitate and cause more shit and then say we did it. Mainly because, you know, if you're black and more educated, you know about everything the government has done to basically destroy and find ways to establish chaos inside black communities and any black protest. It's It's been documented. Some of it wasn't really documented and then got talked about later i.e. the war on drugs. We ain't got enough time for all that. But, yeah. Um, so a lot of these things in a lot of different places where they're saying these people were just destroyed, random stuff. Also, for all y'all who were saying these people, we know the words y'all not using, but y'all want to use. Um, I just want to let y'all know, like, we, y'all, y'all haven't changed the code in, like, a decade. We, we know this shit now. But, you know, again... <laughs> We ain't got time for that. But when they're saying these people, if you look at a lot of videos, for the most part, you see a lot of white people smashing shit. And I'm happy that there's been people saying now, white people, don't go into these protests or riots to smash something because it will be black people that will be looked at for this. Because you see white people using their skateboards, smashing a cop car window, smashing something else, smashing something here, the and then other people, like I said earlier, that are angry are reacting and joining in. And for anybody that says maybe they shouldn't be reacting, maybe they should calm down. All right, man. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to find somebody that kind of looks like you, and I'm going to put my knee on their neck for eight minutes and record it. And then I'm not going to go to jail for three days. And then what I'm going to do they find somebody that looks like you inside their house, shoot them, and then arrest the boyfriend who shot back in confusion when we kicked in his door without telling who we were. Or then I can find somebody look like you 
who's jogging down the street. I could go on forever. If you understand my point, you understand it. If you don't, you ain't shit, point blank, period. So I don't really want to hear why are they angry. No, no, no. If you're asking why are they angry, you didn't want to know. Because it's not hard to find out. It's really not. All right, so you ain't got to do too much. That, that leads me to ask you this. Uh, I've been seeing uh, non-people of color come out and, you know, verbalize their thoughts and things. What do you say to the non-folks of color that are suggesting that we only riot over these kinds of incidents. Why don't we have this same energy for uh, school shootings and and mass shootings and uh, you know other other serious events that go on within our society and our culture? What do you say to people uh, of that are that that think like that that are kind of you know belittling these riots? And simply, and are simply like are insinuating that uh, we only do this when you know there is a police, there's a fatality amongst you know police, you know, killing black women and black men. I I'd answer that with a question: Have you met? Have you ever seen an all white riot? But you've seen some all black riots, right? Indeed, I have. So, um, I feel like that kind of answers the question, but for those of y'all that doesn't, we hear for every subject, because when there's a school shooting, there's probably a black kid that got shot, just because black kids go to school, too. When there's other instances of violence, there's some of us in those, too, because we're involved in those, too. The problem is, we're not only in danger from quote-unquote terrorists that y'all always want to talk about. We're not only in danger from school shootings. We're not only in danger from serial killers and murderers. We're in danger from the people y'all call to protect y'all from them people. So what y'all want? I I feel like that confuses some people. The people y'all call to get help from those things, we're in danger for them. Black people have been making jokes as comedians for decades about calling the police but standing outside of their own house if they live in a good place so they don't get mistaken for the criminal. Y'all thought that shit was funny then, but we were serious. I was having a conversation with one of my... I was having a conversation with one of my partners earlier... Uh, you know, who's very insightful, uh, also a brother, you know, just for the context. And um, we had, you know, an exchange on, you know, this this question right here, and I'll pose it to you the same way I posed it to him. Is police brutality a black issue or a societal issue? Now, before you answer that, I think that, you know, Individuals who ain't black are able to make those kinds of assertions in regards to us, you know, rioting and and the manner in which we're rioting, because it's like if you if you ain't a black person or a minority person, a person of color or what have you, you have never felt 
what oppression is like. You've never had, you know, you've never been racially vile. You've never experienced any kind of discrimination. So I understand that all lives matter. That's what they counter in reference to the Black Lives Matter movement. But again, and there are statistics that show that there are more white individuals that get murdered and things by police, but they aren't publicized in the same fashion in which white officers kill black men and black women. So to go back to my original question, Street Fighter, is police brutality a black issue or a societal issue? Police brutality in itself could be described as a societal issue. But the societal issue is racism. There is some classism embedded in police brutality, and there are other races that suffer from police brutality. But if we were to jot it down, I haven't looked at the numbers. I will assure you, black people are treated the worst. You know what? Native Americans might be treated the worst, but nobody ever wants to talk about them at all. So that's that's just another greater sign of disrespect. After Native Americans, black people, and then Mexicans, and then way, way, way down the line, if we really want to look that far, you will find white people. And white people that like to talk about white people are shot by cops too. If there were an equal number of white people to black people in America, the numbers would be grotesque to understand how many more black people are killed than white people. As is, there's less black people in America than white people. And the numbers are pretty goddamn grotesque. And the situations how black people are dying is the problem that I feel like white people don't understand. Because there's always a white people get shot by the police too. It's like, okay, that. Have you ever seen a white person get shot by the cops in, the home, in their own home that they were sleeping in? Because I can think of two incidences now off the top. I feel like we don't really talk about this one. Well, you remember that white cop, the white lady that went into the dude's house, shot him, and quote-unquote said she went into the wrong apartment on accident? I was asking you, man. I don't know if you remember that story. No, 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 I was I was following you. No, I don't remember that one. No, no, and this this uh, woman she says she went to the wrong apartment on accident. The thing is, she tried her key, it didn't work. She was on the wrong floor. Apparently, they used to talk, and they might have had a relationship. Ironically, kind of related to this one, the last one, George Floyd, because they used to work together. So there may or may not have been a slight relationship. But the thing is, the way black people are getting killed, it feels less. Police brutality doesn't seem like the right word. That's why people are saying assassination, murder, because it feels like we are being hunted and murdered, not just there's, they're being just rough with us and killing us, which obviously they are, but it feels like pointed actions that are taken premeditated, which I feel like is misunderstood. Because some people just want to be like, white people get shot by the cops too. I've seen so many videos. I saw a video I remember right now. This white lady rammed the cop car with hers, 
with two cops in the car, and they arrested her. Let me tell you right now, that that's not happening to black people. And I'm not just saying black men. That's not happening to black women either. R.I.P. to Sandra Bland. It's just not happening. Black people are getting killed for slight mistakes. Black people are the ones who are trained by their family to keep calm and speak respectfully to people who are supposed to be trained by their lead officers or government in their precincts to protect and serve. Yes, sir. Black people are trained over years how to act around the police, and police are trained over a manner of weeks how to hold a gun and apparently keep order in the streets. Yes, sir. I don't know if some of y'all understand that. I don't know if some of y'all get that. Like, black people are raised from, depending on when you're willing to have that conversation with your child or when they're exposed to it, which it's hard not to in this day and age with the Internet and social media, they get exposed to terrible things very early. From that moment on is when black people are trained. Police officers are trained from the moment they decide they want to be a cop. And six weeks after that, they're on the street with a gun loaded now, ready to go. Because that means they're ready. Six weeks means they're ready. Maybe eight weeks, I guess. One or the other. It means they're ready to be on the streets with a gun. What I also feel like gets swept under the rug uh, into, you know, your credit, like you said, okay, they're, they go, they swear under oath to serve and protect, like I said in our last ep- uh, podcast, not to apprehend and kill. So if we're instructed to cooperate with law enforcement as a means of, you know, preventing these kinds of, you know, incidents from occurring, and we do that, we're very compliant, and we still have possibility of having our lives taken away from us with egregious and excessive force from law enforcement. Like I said, there are more videos, y'all, that have surfaced that show that this man wasn't resisting arrest. And I know in due time, more of the backstory will begin to, you know, unfold. Now, I've gotten some clarity on what actually occurred. It wasn't a force check. He was, I want to say, in, I think it was grocery shopping or in some some business, and I believe that the cashier that was servicing him misinterpreted a bill that he was attempting to use as a fake bill and I still would like to know to, you know, add in the missing puzzle pieces. Okay, you felt as if he was using, attempting to use, I should say, a fake dollar bill for that transaction. Why would the police have had to come to arrest this man? I, I, that is what is so intriguing to me because I don't really get that part. So I worry about that too. Of, so to my so to my non people of color, again, if George Floyd was compliant with law enforcement, 
I still would like for y'all to justify why the officer that had his knee on that man's neck for eight minutes as well as we've seen in other videos that surfaced, other officers who also had him, you know, detained by his ankles and legs and things, why that was necessary. So we tried to have peaceful protests. We tried to, you know, have peaceful march. Y'all seem to forget that, you know, one of our, you know, culture's most, you know, influential and pivotal uh, pivotal uh Fixtures in the civil rights movement, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, and never did he, you know, engage in any kind of volatile protest. So where is the balance at? Because if we try to have peaceful protests, a lot of that is going to go in one ear and out the other. And I've been, you know, on record politicking with my partners off air to say, well, I really don't think that white individuals outside of them simply being white and never being exposed to any kind of oppression and discrimination and racial profiling and things will really be able to empathize with us because they don't have to endure what we've had to endure. Most of them have always felt as if they are the superior race, and we as minorities, blacks, people of color, are the inferior race. I just don't understand how... Uh, officer that swore under oath to serve and protect is essentially getting like a pat on the wrist for murdering a black man. How in the hell can you convince me that that is a manslaughter? No, sir, that is first degree. That is not manslaughter. Please do not try to dig up, you know, egregious evidence that would further prove in y'all's minds, why that was justified of George Floyd passing away, trying to say that he passed away from health complications and all that. Man, if you if you are a pitcher on the mound and you are throwing a fastball at me, clocked at 98 miles an hour, I'm hitting that thing way out the park. Get that all the way up out of here. Don't do that. That's why we're upset. Because, again, if I go out and decide to pop somebody in their head right now, they're not going to sit there and give me a pat on the wrist. They're not going to give Street Fighter a pat on the wrist. We're going to get the punishment that they feel like we deserve. That's all that we want. That's why we said that for him to simply get fired, that won't suffice. They will not feel our pain until they experience it themselves. And with the track record of these police officers getting away with these kinds of incidents, that has what that is what has enticed us to riot. Now I do not agree with the message all the time, but the message has to be relayed somehow. The only thing that saddens me is that I seen Killer Mike, you know, address, you know, the Atlanta public yesterday in a very emotional, you know, press conference. And he had, you know, cautioned the citizens of Atlanta to not burn their communities down in the sense of, okay, we've been in this pandemic for over two months now. A lot of people are, you know, without jobs. A lot of people have filed for unemployment. When we go riding in the fashion that we're due with, you know, obstructing these properties and and 
places of, you know, uh, gatherings and business and everything, you jeopardize the livelihood of so many people. There are so many people that have, have you know, been played, that have been, uh, you know, laid off already. You're going to have these businesses that won't be able to open. In Minnesota, I've seen they're trying to, you know, inflict a rule where a curfew was implemented. Ha <laughs> ha, good luck with that. And that is just what, that's where the, that's part of where the disconnect comes in with like people that just could never understand what we've had to deal with since, you know, the beginning of time. And, never and it's stressful. To understand it. And it's stressful. Like, I felt, I felt kind of bad because I understand the point with Killer Mike. And T.I. came on and he kind of said some of the same stuff. But somebody, and I, I respect Sky and his opinion and the points they were trying to make about, you know, trying to keep Atlanta up. Because Atlanta has made a lot of forward moves. Atlanta's apparently, like, from some of the stuff I've read, more forward than a lot of places are in the South. But just like someone retweeted T.I.'s video, was like, I know T.I. is not saying, you know, we need to be here for Atlanta when Atlanta's here for us. Because T.I. is going to go back to his home in his gated neighborhood where the security officer called the police on him because he didn't believe he lived there. And they're not wrong. Like, T.I. is not wrong for saying what he said, and I'm not even calling T.I. so or nothing like that. But I'm just trying to say, it's even little stuff like that. T.I. at one point in one night could not get to his home because the security officer didn't believe him when he said he lived there. When he had his wife call the security, didn't believe her, still called the police. T.I. ended up getting arrested in the rain that night. If I'm not mistaken. Let me not use a rain because I'm not entirely sure what that word is. It came to mind. It might fit. I'm just not sure. But he was arrested and taken in that night. And he was asking them why they arrested him. And they were trying to say he was causing trouble. And he was like, okay. And he ended up, you know, he got his lawyer. I'm pretty sure he got out of that pretty well. Because he does live there. The man was trying to go home. He was a little drunk, but that's not, he wasn't acting crazy. He just said, yo, I live here. My wife has called you and let you know I live here. Let me go to my fucking house. And it's like, that's not exactly police related, but the fact that he was arrested and not allowed back into his home because some person didn't believe he lived there, and they ended up kind of, they kind of said some sideways stuff to the guy caught on camera, and that's on them. I don't know how that went. I'm very interested, actually. See if I can find more details on that. I tried to, but I couldn't. But it's little stuff like that. We can't catch a break. And people like, people like, I'm not going to talk about things on this, on this, this podcast. Some people like to say that money will keep you from happening. Like, some people are above it. No black person is above it. Matter of fact, the professional athletes, they could get it the worst. What I'm trying to remember his name. A player for the Knicks. I think he either played for the Knicks or the Raptors a couple of years ago. In New York, got his leg broken outside because some police officers roughly arrested him for no reason. Like, they thought he was doing something, and they were wrong, and they ended up breaking his leg. And he missed the rest of that season and rehab throughout that um, throughout the off season on that year. Like nothing keeps us from it. No matter how much money we get, 
We are not too good to be shot. We are not too rich to be shot. We are not too famous to be shot. We are black. And that is the first thing anyone will see when they see us. And that's something we always live with and will live through. We've been talking about it for as long as I've been alive. And people haven't been listening. If you had to give all of the citizens throughout the country that are participating in the protests and things, what would you advise them to do? Do you agree? Well, do you agree with how folks are going about protesting with obstructing properties and? You know, you see, you know, folks that are fighting the police. You see some people that are, you know, like I said, they're, they're obstructing these buildings and, and everything. So what would you advise people to do when you look at these riots that are going on across the country? As far as the protesters, I'd advise them to cover their faces more. I'd advise them to watch out for who's around you because you don't know who's ever coming. And I'd advise them to just, after that, honestly do what you've been doing. Because nobody's been killed. The protesters aren't out here harming people. And that's something I kind of wish they would say more. There's not been any police officers killed through this. There haven't been any police officers they talk about sent to the hospital or nothing. No, I, I, I got to stop you right there. Hold on, hold on. I got to stop you right there. I did see a, a photo and a little video clip on Twitter earlier today where some cop allegedly got a brick thrown and it struck his face. And I'm going to tell you, man, it was a lot of blood sleeping, sleeping from that man's mouth. And I All seen him on the stretcher fix and get carted off. So. I haven't seen that one, in fairness. I said that one is, though. I have seen a lot of officers start to feel threatened and start assaulting protesters, which is weird to me. Like, I saw one officer that was holding his bike or whatever. It was standing next to other officers. I don't know what the lady in front of him said, but I imagine whatever she said to him, she said to the officers to the left of him and to the right of him. And he decided at one point, no, and pushed her with his bike or pushed or hit her with his bike trying to knock her back, and that ended up causing a scuffle. And I'm like, no, that was you. That that was you. Like, in the streets, if two people are yelling at each other, y'all going to arrest the first person to hit somebody, regardless of what each of them was saying. So, in the same vein, that was you. Regardless of what she said, you physically accosted her first. And that's not the only time I've seen that. I've seen several incidents. Matter of fact, there was two. I can't remember his first name. But one of the CNN reporters, the black one, was arrested and taken into prison while recording an incident. Now, that may sound like some people want to say, well, he was too close. Maybe he should have moved away. He is part of the press. The press has no right to record these things. They are literally allowed by the law, and if I'm not mistaken, the Constitution, 
to do this. What the police have to do is ask them or tell them to move to a different space. He said, if you need me to move, tell me where. And they ended up arresting him. They didn't arrest anybody with the cameras. They didn't arrest the white reporter that was there in the same company. They arrested the one black reporter who had his CNN press pass on his side. Another reporter for CNN, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe another news site, regardless. They shot it. One officer shot at her with um, their rubber pellets or whatever, their pepper pellets, while she was recording. Yeah. I feel like he was entirely just acting. And when it comes to down to police reacting out of anger, I want to know what they're angry at. Why are you acting this way? Why are you so angry that you just see somebody, you don't see it? He must, there's no way this person saw the cameras. I ain't going to say he, I don't know if it was. There's no way they saw the cameras. They just saw somebody and was like, nope, I don't want them there. Shoot at them. They were on live TV. You got caught doing that. You look stupid. You actually make that look terrible. You were firing at the press without asking who they were, without trying to understand. They had, they probably had at least two cameras, because I assume in moments like this you have multiple cameras. And you just decided to fire at them multiple times. He relo- they reloaded their little pellet gun at one point and started firing again. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? On the other hand, I forget Z. Murphy. I don't know what his actual first name is, but an officer in Atlanta, a black officer, and I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it has to be black, because if there were white officers that decided they wanted to join in on site, you know, it'd be appreciated. I think there was an Atlanta chief who was white that was actually with the protesters. There was one officer I saw that was white that was actually marching with the protesters. Now, just to clear that up, if you're marching, quote-unquote, with the protesters as an undercover cop, nobody trusts you because all you're there for is to arrest somebody or to cause something. If you're marching with the protesters with no gun in hand, straight up with a mask on in full uniform, I'm more inclined to believe you're actually marching with them. I'm just saying. That, that undercover cop marching with somebody is like, an unmarked car is trying to race you in the road. It's trying to get you to drive faster so they can pull you over. That's, nobody likes that. But the black officer, Z. Murphy, he told protesters, like, we're not going to have them talking like that. You know, let them know. And we want y'all to be here. And you can talk about your grievances. And the guy said, well, them over there, they didn't feel that way. And he said, that's why I told them to shut the fuck up. And I'm just trying to figure out why there aren't more officers on scene who are angry. Except angry at that officer. There seem to be more officers angry that there's people angry with them. That is entitlement. If you are a police officer that's angry at people for being angry at that man killing George Floyd, that's entitlement. You feel like you're entitled to respect, you're entitled to power, and you are entitled to a mistake, quote-unquote, that could cost somebody their life because you are a police officer and we should empower and respect you regardless. If you are angry that people are angry, you should not be out there. 
You shouldn't be allowed to be. You should be just as angry that that police officer did that in the badge and killed that man as all of us are that have. There was a story, actually, Martin Luther King asked, if I'm not mistaken, when he was in prison, he asked the officers in there what they were making, and they told him, and he said they should be out there marching with him. Nobody ever really wants to talk about that. Because Martin Luther King was more of a bring everybody into the situation than a lot of us are now, because we kind of don't really want to fuck with y'all, because y'all stay doing some stupid stuff and then say y'all support us. But you should be angry with us, not at us. I'm tired of people saying they should act this way, and I'm I'm not tired of it. I'm angry at every single white person I've seen that says they're disrespecting full-age memory. Everybody who has seen that said, who I've seen say that, I want to slap you in the mouth. That's, <laughs> that's something. I don't know what brings you to that level of comfort. Whoa, that's, that's a different feeling I get seeing that. I mean, again, street fighter, you have to understand, <laughs> until it affects them the way it has affected us, they'll never really understand. And I want to say, shout out to Jalen Rose, because his quote on Get Up recently really, like, resonated with a lot of people. And he said, he wishes y'all love the same way y'all love our coaches. And that really did something to me. But we getting ready to get like disconnected at any moment. So uh we just wanna advise everybody to be safe. Of course, you know, we're gonna keep coming at y'all with content as details and developments continue to ensue uh surrounding, you know, this. We just wanna advise everybody, you know what I'm saying, just please man, stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Uh Street Fighter man, take us out, bro. I ain't got the positive for the general population, but for everybody protesting, cover your face, protect yourselves, and by all means cover up any memorable markings that you may have in your body. It's a sad thing to say, but every memorable picture we have basically of somebody in Ferguson is no longer with us, and I'd rather not have that again. That's all I, I got for y'all. That's what it is, y'all. Right, Matty L, Street Fighter, man. We tapping out, y'all. Church. Preach.